What's up, sisters? Welcome to the Period Whisperer podcast. I'm Bria. I'm your host. If you're new, I'm so happy you are here. I'm your perimenopause and menopause sister, your holistic trainer, hormone specialist, translator of your female body. I'm a recovering people pleaser and hustle addict turned body whisperer and hormone decoder. And I am here to help you de-stress your body, decode what it is saying, become the CEO of it, and own your own health, energy, and weight loss again. This show is for you, the overwhelmed, overworked, underappreciated step woman who dreams of a body they feel strong, energetic, and sane in. The woman who knows that she shouldn't just wave the white aging flag and believes in a body and life of peace, love, and purpose. But you don't just know how to get there yet. So if you are stuck in your body, your energy, your life, you are in the right spot. Let's lean in and learn what our bodies are saying to us. Okay, this is going to be a different kind of episode. (laughs) Usually when I create these episodes for you, the solo episodes, obviously not the ones with with guests, those I I certainly plan out. I I plan out all of my episodes. I plan out what I want to offer you, what I'm here. And it comes from places, right, where, you know, whether struggles that I'm going through or things I've heard from my one-on-one clients or, or from the women in the posse, struggles that they're having, things that you guys message me in the DMs and in emails. Um, so please keep doing that because that is, it's how I know what's relevant to you, right? As I go along this journey, but it's not super complicated because at the end of the day, a lot of what you go through, I'm going through, right? A lot of what you've, you're experiencing, I've, I've been through or I'm going through again and again. Remember that these perimenopause years, they really are a journey. It's not this, oh, let's fix our hormones and we're done. You can't quote unquote fix your hormones. We're going from a place of consistent hormones to a place of hormones that are not reproductively, you know, capable anymore, right? So we're, we are making this transition and this shift. And so it, it, I I think what's so, what's so valuable for me when I'm working on my health is coming back again and again to the education around it, to just revisiting how I feel in my body and recognizing that this is not just this weight loss journey, right? Where you're like, great, I'm going to hit, you know, a 20 pound weight loss and I'm done, which we all know isn't a very real thing either. We're not going to heal our hormones and be done. The goal here is to recognize the key areas that create further imbalance and suffering in the body, right? And reduce those, you know, one at a time, starting with sort of the weakest link. So whether that is your gut health or whether that's your, your blood sugar levels or whether that's healing, you know, healing your sleep, all of these things kind of come into play and working on them is really the goal that ends that when you achieve weight, weight release will come. Um, and this is what I think is so confusing and so frustrating for a lot of women is that we think eat less, move more weight equals weight loss. We think that's the equation, but it's simply just, it's never really been the equation. Again, it's just, we've been operating in a body that is, is, 
you know, brand new, like a brand new car. It can kind of, you know, we can drive it hard and put away, put it away wet, right? Like it's okay for it. It can handle that at that time. Should we have? Probably not, but we did it. And so here we are. And now we're in this place of disarray a little bit more and, and add on to that, you know, this, this time in our life where the stakes are a little bit higher, right? Where are the problems that maybe our children are going through now that they're preteens and teens are a little bit bigger and a little bit more magnified. You know, our careers are a little bit more intense. Our, our issues in, in all aspects of our body, mind, and soul are, are amplified. And so we are less tolerant to be able to just do whatever we want and get the result that we want. Our, our path to weight loss in these pre-menopause years really has so much to do with getting out of the way of the body. Because really the biggest key that ends up creating you know, weight gain and, and a lot of frustration and suffering and a lot of the symptoms that we have is just not enough progesterone, um, which comes from having too much stress in the body. And of course, the stress comes from everything from, you know, an upset gut biome, from inflammation in the body, from, you know, irregular blood sugar levels, from, you know, stress outside of our body, right? So not just the food and everything that we choose to put in and the environmental toxins that we put in, but then of course, our careers and our life and our jobs and our kids and our spouses and, you know, and all of these things. So our path back has everything to do with the reduction of stress. And there's really only a couple of ways we can actively reduce stress in the body. But all of this to say, and I'm, I'm going to get to this, to the points in here for you to give you guys some, some real peace and what I was thinking about. I started this by saying, this is going to be a different episode. I, I just got completely slammed with COVID for the first time. You know, COVID's now been around for three years and I thought, that I was scot-free. I mean, I haven't, I almost never get sick. I haven't been sick in like seven or eight years. And out of, you know, I just got like just bulldozed over by it. And, and I feel like we've heard of all these different strains of COVID, you know, over the years, some that just seem like a cold, some that seem like hardly anything. I have like the OG COVID, the kind that knocks you so flat on your, you know what, that I couldn't even move for like three days. Oh, and then I just cried for two days because I was just in so much discomfort. And it inspired this podcast. Wow. Now I feel emotional again because it reminded me like how humbling it is when you don't have your health. And I know that so many of you guys out there, like, you know, like me in your perimenopause years, we have this added layer of discomfort that if we're not fixing the source, the root, that stress piece that I was talking about, then we continue to suffer. And the, there's a massive opportunity cost to us suffering when we can't do the things we want to do because we don't feel good in our bodies. And that's, that's not even to say about weight loss, like not even getting to weight release. But if you don't, there's usually before you start gaining weight, you start feeling a lot of other things. And then eventually the weight piles on and then you feel worse things. And it goes the opposite way when we get to weight release. 
We need to start reducing the things that we're feeling, repairing the energy, sleeping better, you know, making eating better, and then the weight release eventually comes, right? But there I was, so sick, and I couldn't do a lot of the main things that bring me so much joy in life. And if you've been listening to the podcast for a while, you know that really there's only two active ways our body will can reduce and kind of eat away stress that's coming at us. Uh, I think about like Pac-Man, like thinking of Pac-Man eating those little dots, right? If stress is in the body, there's only two ways. And, you know, one is sleep, of course, and, and one is pleasure, you know, in all of its forms. And when you don't have your health, there was not like, I'm feeling just like, like I could barely make it off the bathroom floor. The things that bring me some of the most pleasure is like, enjoying meals and connection with friends and conversation, which I couldn't do, you know, hanging out with my kids, which I couldn't do, walking my dog, which I couldn't do, working out, which I couldn't do. I couldn't even do yoga because breathing deeply, you know, sends me into a coughing fit, working and educating myself, which I couldn't do. All the joys, all the things that bring me that joy in life, I couldn't, I couldn't do because of how sick I was. And you guys, I've only been sick for a week. And it really, it did a number on my mental health in that week. And it inspired this episode because I just, I wanted to bring this back to this piece. No matter what you're going through, sister, no matter what you're feeling in your frustration with your hormones in your 40s and your 50s, wherever you are, you know, whether it is weight gain or, you know, feeling like your skin is just rapidly aging or not having the energy or having a crazy brain fog, whatever it is, honestly, 80% of the time, the strategy is the same. It's this, it's this simple nutrition movement, you know, mindset, it, it, like sort of nutrition movement strategy and rest strategy that can get us back there. The trouble is not, is, it's not that we don't know the strategy. The trouble is following through on the strategy, right? And being motivated enough to keep going on the strategy because our mindset often tells us, oh, the strategy means I'm going, I have to do this strategy for a certain period of time. And following this strategy means I have to go without. And that's just a perspective that we have to learn to shift in our mind. When you finally hit a point where you're so uncomfortable in your body and you realize never again, you, you begin to find sort of that motivation to come back from that. But Sometimes that motivation kind of ebbs and flows, right? We think, this is it. This is the day. This is the Monday. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do it this week. But then by the end of the week, you know, life gets hard and more stress piles on us and we don't follow through. And then, you know, all the, like that adds another layer of stress to us instead of healing us. Or we don't feel like it's happening fast enough. So then we start looking for other ways because we're like, well, I need this to go faster. I need to find results. I need to feel like I'm losing weight. And we all this pressure on ourselves and that alone adds more stress to our bodies. The path really comes down to getting into your body and recognizing that it does take time and deciding to elevate yourself and your mindset over and above how 
how you've been behaving, the lifestyle choices that you've had, some things we don't get to change in life, right? You don't get to change that your teenagers are maybe treating you like terribly and you have no idea how to properly parent them. It's a very confusing time. You don't get to change that work has its ebbs and flows and can be really, really stressful. But we do get to choose how we fuel, how we carve time out for ourselves to be still, and be calm. We do get to choose how we move our body and we do get to choose how we go out in search of our of pleasure for ourselves and go inside and search for our truths. Right? It's often what we're hiding from ourselves that ends up creating a lot of stress in our lives. So we do have a lot of choice in the matter. And sometimes I think <laughs> What we really need in order to stay on this journey a long, a long time, right? Because I can promise you, if you follow the strategies that I share here on the pod, in the on the podcast, or if you follow, you know, if you come into the into the posse, and that's what the, the posse and the coach my and my one-on-one coaching are really designed for to help you to help keep you on the path. Because I know when you stay on the path, it works body, mind, and soul, it works. Your body will heal. It will feel better. It will get to its, it'll peak energy. You know, it won't always be a hundred percent because that's just not a realistic thing, but it will feel better and it will release the weight. But we get so busy caught up in the other stressors of our lives and we get so desperate to get results immediately that we don't stay motivated long enough and for some people i think that we we almost forget what good feels like you know one of the one of the reasons i think that you know, there's a lot of psychedelic medicine and therapy out these days. And, and one of the biggest reasons I think they work is that they remind people who have a lot of walls up that they can be happy. They, remember, they remind them what happiness feels like or what peace feels like. And we don't really have that same pill or that same fix, right, that can remind us what it feels like to feel energetic and lean and light and with healthy digestion and, and lots of energy in our body. But we can go back to, <clears throat> we can, we can make ourselves more aware of feeling that way of what good feels like by, by being a part of communities and connection and content that is in that area, right? We get so derailed, and I think this is where our FOMO comes from, right? Where we decide we're going to do something and but on Monday, but then by Thursday, we're already thinking about something else. And I think that's because of the mass amount of content that is always coming at us through marketing, right? Along with our lives. We're already trying to do something maybe a little different than the way everyone else in our life is doing. And then on top of that, we're pummeled with all this content that's telling us, well, maybe this is the right way. Maybe that's the right way. At the end of the day, there's so many options out there, but it won't matter what option you choose if we don't create the foundation for health in our body so that we are out of its way and allow it to do what it can do all on its own, which is heal. 
So we have to remember what good feels like so we can believe that it is possible for us to feel that way again. And we do that by by strategically moving forward, right? When we, for example, if you want to learn a language or you want to, you know, go back to school to be educated in something, that's your plan and you get inundated with that content. If you want to heal your body and feel really good in it, and my point here is that you should because without our health, we don't have much and that was a big a big realization for me this week with getting hit with COVID. We don't have much without our health. So this should be a top priority for you. No matter what is going on in your life, you should decide that for the next four weeks, you're going to make this your like closest to number one priority as possible. And you're going to make sure that you simplify it and fill your mind with with content that reminds you to be joyful, that reminds you to be healthy, and not content that's pushing you towards the normalization that society creates for us to do with habits that, you know, treat ourselves with food and party with alcohol. And again, I'm not saying to write those things off for good, but if you're here listening to this podcast and you're suffering, then we just need to bring things back just for four, eight, 12 weeks to a place of simplicity in your body, where you sleep, where you hydrate, where you eat whole foods, you know, where you, without compromise, right? I, you know, even with this idea of the 80-20, and there's so much value in that 80-20 concept, but why not be 100% just for 12 weeks just to heal yourself, if you were really sick with something and they were like, and, and you were going to die and the, the doctor said to you, if you follow this way of eating 100%, you won't die, you would be able to do that. Let yourself be that motivated by how great you can feel. Because sister, when you do repair yourself, when you lean into these good, healthy habits, you do become much more unstoppable in your life. And all of these things that are plaguing you stop plaguing you so much. Walking becomes easier. Handling stressors with your kids or your career become easier. Your brain fires more quickly, so you have better ideas. You're more patient with your partner. You have a better libido, so your relationship richens. There's so many valuable things that we're missing out on because we've forgotten what it feels like to feel good and we're compromising on that path. So this is my little podcast episode to you, just my little inspo reminder. Wake up, go to bed tonight early, read before you go to bed, write a little something in a book, tell yourself how you want to feel tomorrow, wake up and breathe for 15 minutes while you lay in your bed, breathe and think about what you're grateful for and then move your body, drink some greens instead of coffee, have a decent breakfast that is savory and starts with vegetables and has some protein, move, work, think about content that creates excitement in yourself again, that brings you to a place of calm and peace and joy see friends, connect with your kids, be present, and then repeat that every day for 
four weeks. And when you've done that, do it for another four weeks. Because I promise you that if you follow through on these things, in four weeks, you're going to feel amazing. In eight weeks, you will watch the weight melt off of you. And in 12, you will feel unstoppable and you'll never miss the things that were dragging you down before. All right, sisters, that's enough talking for this COVID mama here. Go out and be more in your life and not just less on a scale. Thank you so much for joining me on the Period Whisperer podcast. I want to encourage you to reach out to me directly and message me if there are topics or things you're struggling with so we can address those right where you are at. And of course, if you loved this episode, if you learned something, make sure to share it with your friends and please rate and review it wherever you get your podcasts.